coach kind of regaled about just how ready you guys were, were to get, get going and impressed with the offseason workouts you guys have been able to do, uh, citing that it might even be better than most years. Like, can you maybe just give an overview of what you've done personally and how the team's uh, uh, been able to work out and ready itself for this season? Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of – once you get older, you just kind of are self-motivated to be a, to get as good as you can be as a football player. So during the quarantine, we weren't allowed to be at BYU or anything like that. So it was more just finding places to get better. And there were a couple spots where I was allowed to train and work work hard in the offseason. So I was able to just change my body and get in good shape. And um, I just feel really good. And I feel like a lot of players – um, not having to necessarily feel like they're required to be at, at these workouts. They're kind of self-motivated. I feel like that brought more out of the, out of the player. And it's, uh, it's just been exciting to see that just being able to be with everyone today and yesterday um, as a whole group has been really cool. And it's just, I don't know, everyone's just seems excited and just glad to be back. How well were you able to keep in touch with your teammates uh, throughout all this? And, and, and how did you guys work together? Yeah, so it was a little bit different because we we were encouraged to go home to our families because no one really knew what was going on. So a lot of guys went to Arizona or California, um, just wherever they're from. So, uh, I mean, the coaches, we would have Zoom calls. We would have player Zoom calls. Um, we have the uh, player chat on just one of the messaging apps and we just tried to stay in touch as good as we could and check in on each other. And yeah, everyone seemed like they were doing well. So um, once we were allowed to start having workouts, we were kind of split up into smaller groups, but it was just, it was fun to be back and start working together. And now that we're all together, uh, we're just trying to stay cautious, but it's, it's just good to uh, just get practicing and working out and just running with the guys. So we're, we're excited. Thanks. Go ahead, how are you guys able? To, how are you guys able to stay just focused with so much uncertainty with the season right now, Matt? I guess the biggest thing is you never know. Like no one really knows what's going to happen. Even with hopefully the NFL has a season, and it seems like they will, but there's, I mean, you're not going to progress or get any better just kind of moping around or sitting at home. So the biggest thing is just. Uh, hope for the best say that there's a season and hope that there's a great schedule ahead of us i mean we've we've lost some games but i know the the administrative staff is working really hard to just schedule us in with the best competition possible that will be out there so we just trust that and we know although it is really uncertain um it seems like there's going to be a season and it seems like we're going to be playing games so once you're out there it's pretty easy to be motivated just to be playing the game that you love um so we're just we're just trying to enjoy it and especially the seniors it might be some guys last go around so they're they're just soaking all in all, all of it in while they can how does this day one compare to all your previous day ones of fall camp especially with the uncertainty of the well not uncertainty but the the unusual circumstances of spring um it was it was interesting just to see like where everyone was going to be at um just to see like, okay, is everyone going to be ready for this? And we were confident that guys were going to be ready and the coaches wanted us to work really hard. And we all did really work, really work really hard in the off season. So it was, it felt, it felt pretty normal to me, honestly. Yeah. The masks are, are kind of weird and 
kind of a hassle to, to put it underneath your helmet and run around. And it's, it's just trying, we're just trying to adjust to circumstances. So, I mean, the practice was all the same. The, the meetings are all the same, but just the trying to be cautious about at the, about the coronavirus. That's, that's the only weird thing. I mean, everything football related has, has been all the same. Thank you. Okay. Norma, then Jake. Hey, Matt, I was just wondering, um, because it seems that in Utah, particularly, um, more and more younger people are testing positive with the coronavirus. Just last night, there was a photo that came out from a bar in uh, Salt Lake City showing a bar completely filled with young adults and no one wearing masks, no social distancing. Does it make it harder to kind of be in this group with these young adults? Um, who may not understand the full repercussions of things, or do you have, like, I know some of you guys are on the older side, so I guess what's the sort of mentality, especially with the younger ones, and just how you guys are trying to make sure there is a season? I mean, yeah, that's the biggest thing, is to uh, do all that we can so that there is a season, and do all that we can so we don't have to be quarantined for two weeks during the season if if us or a, a position or a teammate were to contract the virus. So um, we're just doing all that we can to obey what the coaches and the training staff is saying. Uh, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. You just have to listen to what, what, people, what people are telling us to do. And although it's, it's a little bit different, it's kind of throwing a curveball in, in sports or in life in general, as long as, as long as you just kind of buy in and listen to the people that are actually experts on this, it's, it's yeah, we're young. We feel like we're healthy, but it's uh, you just got to do what people say. And I mean, even as members, the prophet is counseling us to members of the church. I mean, there's a prophet counseling us to to abide by the laws and everything or the, the rules and regulations. So, shoot, if he's saying it, you might as well just do it, even if it is a little bit different into the routine. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of circumstances that are consequences if if we don't wear masks and guys get the virus um it could jeopardize the season it could jeopardize games it could jeopardize practice so we're doing all that we can to to mask up and and stay out of high risk areas and um just hopefully it can stay that way and until until the season happens or if we have to do it throughout all season or who knows for how long we plan on just doing what they say and what has it felt like seeing it over the past couple of months, just seeing different programs all over the nation being like 12 players tested positive, 14, 10, and just seeing how it can really affect anyone, any team, no matter the age? I think that just shows why why we need to take it seriously because say you're, we're in week three or something like that and the whole offensive line tests positive, that – I don't know. I don't really trust myself playing center or offensive guard. So um, that would be a huge curveball and that would be really tough. So the biggest thing is just to take it seriously and just be cautious and social distance. But yeah, it's, we just want to play and that's, if we have to do it, we will do it. Jake, go ahead. Matt, you flirted obviously with uh, potentially jumping into the NFL draft this past off season you decided to come back. How different was your training as you get ready for your senior year as compared to previous years, if anything? I would just say once you once I mean, it's everyone's dream to, to go to the NFL. And once you kind of see it's kind of within your grasp, you're like, man, this is actual actually something that can happen. 
Um, it just made things, put things into perspective and be like, okay, I need to, I need to work on my body. I need to get stronger. I need to just get as good as I can or fix the things, my, my little weaknesses or technique that I need to get better at. So it just put things more into perspective and I was like, okay, I, I need to prove that I can, I can play at that level and that I can compete like an NFL tight end. So it was just, it motivated me to work harder and just to see that my goals were within, within reach. So um, I think a lot of guys on the team, like a lot of people have just want to compete for a starting job in, in a, at the college football level. That's big time. Uh, so hopefully I know a lot of guys around us at BYU have that mindset and hopefully everyone does because you can really get a lot more out of yourself and just get that untapped potential um, within reach or grasp that. So it was, it was a good off season for me and I'm excited for the season. You're leading a relatively so, young position ahead. group uh, as, as a senior with a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. How different is your role this year? Do you feel like as that senior leader? The biggest thing, I mean, it's just to be consistent, just be the, be a guy on offense that, that people can look to and that can be, be that consistent player that's making plays every, every day in practice and in every game and just doing my job. I think with young guys, they just need to feel that they can stay, that they can gain confidence and stay confident during games or in practice when, when coaches are kind of getting on you for making mistakes. And um, once you can kind of get over that barrier and just be like, okay, next play, I got this, just, keeping a high level of confidence, you can just be such a better player and you can kind of, the game slows down for you. So just kind of being that example where being a confident player that is, is staying out there and just doing my job every time that will just help the younger guys see that it's, it's possible and just have someone showing them the way. Ben, go ahead. Hey Matt. Um, can you speak specifically to the progress that you've seen from Zach Wilson this offseason and, and catching from him and running routes for him? Yeah, so he was kind of jumping back and forth from California to, to, to in, in back and forth from California to Utah. Um, so I'd, I'd throw with him and work out with him. And we when we were only allowed to have 10 people or less in a group, we'd kind of get a small group just to throw. And yeah, he looks good. He's he looks confident. His body, he's, he was able to get stronger and just get that strength around his shoulder so he can zip those balls into tight, tight areas. And uh, who knows, we're still, if there's that quarterback battle going on in fall camp. And I mean, I was able to train and work with all three quarterbacks and just kind of balance it out so that I could continue to build chemistry with them. And I mean, they, they were all competing out today and they, they look good. So I, Whoever, it, whoever gets the job, um, I'm just looking forward to winning games and making plays with them. And what do you like about Jaron and, uh, and Baylor's skill set that, uh, I mean, obviously you've been building chemistry with them. What do you like about those two quarterbacks? Yeah, so Jaron is just an athlete. He's just a guy that has God-given talent, and he doesn't just sit with that. I mean, he works, he works to improve, and he, it's just impressive the things that he can do um, on the field. So when there's plays that kind of look like they're going to be broken down or that the defender's going to make a big play, he makes guys miss and uh, 
can throw a nice ball too when when he's under pressure. So that's been really cool. And just Baylor, he's he's able to stay poised. He just can. It's almost like he doesn't see the the mayhem in the in the pocket and just doesn't really worry about that and just stays in there and and just tosses it to the right guys. So they all have different little strengths and things that they do differently, but I'm confident with all of them and just hope we can we can succeed with whoever gets the job. Thanks, Matt. Dick, let's go with you. I just uh, have a question because we didn't get to see a lot of spring and, and obviously we're not going to see now. What was your what is your take on some of the tight ends that you're helping to tutor your group that you're working with? What are your observations about some of those that we've seen and some of those that we have, we have not seen at all? Yeah. I mean, we have a, we have a pretty big group of tight ends right now. So just our room we have, I mean, Isaac Rex has been working hard and he's, he's young, but the coaches are expecting him to, to just do his job and, and be out there and just be a reliable guy for this team. So he's been working hard and he was in back and forth in California from Utah. So I was working out with him here and there during the, the quarantine, but yeah, I mean, there's Carter wheat who he's just a really, he's a good athlete. Um, so he can, we're confident that he can step up and do what the coaches need. Uh, there's a new guy, Lane Lunt who came from a, junior college and um he's he's just going to be competing in there also so it'll be interesting to see who uh when we have those 12 and 13 person personnel packages who's gonna fight for those spots and there's going to be a lot of competition i mean there's we have mason wake who's like more of a fullback but he's just uh he's just <laughs> he likes to when people call him to be that he's the semi truck he's just uh just gets it done, likes to hit people, and likes to do his job. Hank Tuipelotu is fighting, and he's looking good out there. He's fighting back from from those knee injuries, and it'll be exciting if we can if we can get him out there cleared and ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, we have a pretty stacked room. Bentley Hanshaw's a younger guy, also. Kyle Griffith's one of the older fullbacks, and he's he's a good leader. So, yeah, it's just an exciting it's an exciting young group, and. There's there's not there's a lot of players, but only a couple of spots. So they're going to be really fighting for for those few extra. When we have those bigger tight end packages, it's going to be interesting to see see who takes over. Which one reminds you the most of Matt Bushman? Um, I mean that's hard. There's only everyone's a little bit different, but I think a lot of them have potential. Uh, but I mean, I think we'll see a lot of Isaac Rex this year. He's he's a bigger body. He's he's a little bit taller than me, and he can move well. So, if if he can just get out there and stay confident, uh, I think he can be a really good player this year. And he has a lot of potential. So, looking forward to running out there with him and making plays with him. Okay, we're gonna go with Jared and Jay for the last two questions for Matt. And then if you have your hand up and we didn't get to you with Matt, we will start with you with Isaiah Kafusi. So go ahead, Jared. And then Jay. Matt, I just wanted to ask, and I don't know if you've got teammates or you personally have been impacted by the virus. I imagine in a group as large as a football team that there's got to be some people that either have family or friends that have been impacted by the virus. Do you feel like that makes a difference seeing that perspective, whether you personally or from your teammates that you guys see 
hey, this thing's real. It really does impact people. And then that uh, that affects kind of your approach to, to all of the restrictions and things you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You see the, the just like some of the horrible stories that or your loved ones are passing away and you don't want to see that. You don't want to be guilty for going and see some, getting your grandma sick and getting her in the hospital or something. I have a, my wife, Emily's pregnant right now and they're kind of at a higher risk to be hospitalized. So like, there's no like mortality rate or anything that's super high with them, but yeah, it's a higher risk for them to be hospitalized. So, I mean, there's, there's certain players that have different situations and you have to take it seriously because you don't want to be the young kind of rebellious guy who just goes out and ends up getting people sick that, that you love and care about. So it definitely has helped, um, help it. It's, we just have that, that serious approach where, I mean, we are going to listen to what the trainers and the coaches say. Um, even though it looks kind of funny wearing a mask out in practice with your helmet on, uh, you just got to do it and just, even though these times are kind of weird, you just kind of have to live with it and, and be obedient. So yeah, everyone's situation is a little bit different, but you just, you just hear about those things and you have to take it seriously. Has it changed your perspective on football? Um, I mean, it would really stink if the season got canceled. So it makes you just be grateful for, for every moment, just with the team or with everyone around you. So you just really, have to cherish the moments. I mean, if we get a season, it'll, it'll be a bonus. And we're, we're really grateful for that and that we get to be out here practicing. So I guess that's the biggest perspective. It's, you don't realize that a sport can be almost eliminated from your life. And if you have the opportunity, just go out and make the most of it. Thanks, Matt. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, Matt, over the weekend, uh, the PAC 12, a bunch of players in the PAC 12, uh, listed some demands that uh, they said need to be met before they'll play this season. Um, has any of that caught on at BYU? Have you heard of any players and were any BYU players contacted uh, to, to join that movement as far as you know? Um, yeah, I mean, every player knows about it. Uh, that kind of took over social media. So we, a lot of guys have just read over it and saw the demands and saw that some were kind of maybe a little too out there that a quick change probably won't happen. So, I mean, there was, there was some discussion within the team. We had a little player meeting and talked about it and just kind of saw that, okay, this stuff might not happen in the, in the super near future. So we might as well just focus on the, on the season. And if there's small changes that we need to need to make around BYU, sure. We'll discuss that with coaches and other people, but, um, I don't know of any play, BYU players joining that that movement or choosing to opt out. So that's the most so far. I mean, it's a pretty recent thing, and we're just discussing it and trying to trying to figure figure everything out so that we can keep everyone here and keep everyone happy so that we can have a successful season.